Hi guys, third podcast of the day. We are talking networking today. I know you both are extremely good at networking. I've got a great experience with it as well. So let's kick off the podcast today with James. Chat to us about networking how, and how you use it to grow your business. Networking. Uh, well, I've always been a fan of networking of some sort. Um, back in the day when I was at Foxton's, I used to speak at the Clapham Pin, the Property Investor Network. That was a monthly networking event as the local agents that that was good i think any networking the best networking is the one that you go on a regular basis i've done a lot of networking meeting monthly making contact with people but i've had the most business and the most referrals from one that i've joined recently uh, and that's through bni um i know john he'll probably kind of come on to it when he started the xp um he was recommended to go to bni a networking group and that is a weekly face-to-face networking group um so i am the only estate agent in the room it's all about independent companies uh, referring business to each other um as a lettings agent it really helps me so i've got in the room epc inventory gas safety painters so it helps my lettings agency i can provide a better service for my my landlords and then when i stand up every week about who i am when i do my 10 minute presentation when i meet people for one-to-ones people uh, get to know me i connect with all of them on instagram and then i get a lot of referrals that way too so networking is good but you have to it's like anything the more you put into it the more you get out of it so if you go religiously on a regular basis networking can be very good for your business too what about you john yeah i mean it's, it's interesting i did a, just did a training session on networking this morning for for exp for they've got a two weeks of agent led training going on and i spoke to a load of new people about the importance of networking so we'll do it again here and i think it's really no but it's great Same because uh, no not, i mean with this is i did a slideshow presentation for it but i think one of the things that people think about networking they either think too much time invested i could be doing something else um they either are too worried about going to these things and worried that they won't have anything to talk about um or that it can be a little bit cultish or like part of it, like some kind of old boys club or something like that. Um, but there's lots of different types of network. I mean, um, James has touched on, on BNI, which um, for me has been absolutely brilliant. Um, I know that there are people out there that have got negative experiences of BNI, but for me, it's been absolutely positive. I'm actually going to become the president of my BNI chapter from April, um, which I'm very excited about as well. I'm very honored to be given that privilege to do that. Um, but we can talk about BNI exactly and what it is later on. But I was—I think one of the things to think about networking is we all have our own social network. We all have our own family network. People talk about, you, do, you must talk about what you do to everyone that you know. And it's not just about the people that you know, it's about the people that they know. And then that's one of the kind of fundamentals of networking is that sometimes people think when they go to a group, it's like, what can I get from that? those people that are there? It's not just about them. And of course, people aren't going to give you the best referrals that they've got just the moment they meet you. You've got to forge relationships. You've got to build up. You know, if I have a, 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 you know, a referral for one of my friends and family that's, I don't know, let's say they live in Devon and they've got a two million pound house they want to sell. I'm not just going to give it to some random guy in Devon that I might not have any connection with whatsoever, because if that goes wrong, that's going to really and have a negative effect on, on my relationship with that individual because I recommended them. So, you know, f- the the point of networking is creating bonds with people, demonstrating your worth and your experience, and then people feeling confident enough, enough to be able to then 
put you forward as a recommendation to their friends and family and part of their their networks it's interesting john you talk about people knowing what you do uh, there's a saying that i used to always hear don't be the secret agent so let everybody know what it is you do we talk about it in our other podcasts that we've just done in regards to like social media as agents letting everyone what you do but obviously that's a big thing about networking I'm so jealous that you've both got into BNI groups. I haven't even, one of the things I'm going to do, make myself accountable by next week on our podcast next week, I'm going to see if I can join a BNI group here in the US. Um, it was impossible because it's so competitive there. And I'd say that something like 30% of people have a real estate license there, right? It is literally mm. as crazy as that. It's They have millions of people that have it it's impossible to get into any of these groups because mm. you're only allowed one person from one industry in yep. those groups. So to hear, it just shows you how it's not as competitive an industry, the fact that you guys have been able to join it, which is obviously a great thing. I'm going to go and, and, and do it tomorrow. I managed to go to one just as a taster once because we had another business in the US and it was incredible to see how much business they would give to each other and the the real estate agents um in within the group absolutely killed it so mm. um it doesn't surprise me john i know we've spoke before you've actually got a few deals from it already yeah i mean it, it, i've been i've been i've been in being life for two years now i mean it was one of the it was a big outlay um to start with because when you look at the costs of it especially when you're what, first what are starting the costs? It, remind me so I think it's it's about eighteen hundred quid um, for a year membership. Um, I think all in, including the like the the monthly subscription that I pay, it probably comes in around two and a half thousand quid a year. But wow! The, the, but the point is that one the one referral will pay that over three times here around here. So I don't need. But when you first when you first start, you know, every penny counts, and you look at that and think, God, that's a lot of money um, yeah. to invest in something which. You don't, you know, I've now, I'm telling people and I've got social proof of the fact that it does work. But when you, when you've never seen anything and someone says, yeah, this will be a good for your business. And you go, really? I've got, how much have I got to spend? Um, and that's a bit of a punt. But I can tell you now wholeheartedly, if anyone says to me, what do you think about B&I? I I would say it's absolutely amazing. I think you should go to the groups and make sure that you connect with the people that are there because it's all about obviously being, you know, enjoying being there. Um, But you mentioned about being not being competitive. I think the main point is is that the estate agency seat is extremely valuable, but it's not valued by anyone that works in branch level because they're not the business owner, and they 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 can't go one attend on a weekly basis anyway. But when you're just the manager of the office, you know you just sit as you turn up for your job, and then your listings will come in because of your branding and the thing that and the rest of the business owners that's their their problem to generate leads where are my leads coming from that's kind of the attitude that a lot of people have that and you know to be honest if you work for a big estate agency your phone does does keep ringing and they have teams of people that are there to generate leads for you so you know there'd be when i was at foxons i was doing five or six appraisals a day you know that that's crazy um but you did at some point in busy parts of the market whereas now as just you know as a self-employed business owner and as a, as a, a real estate agent so speaking used to the american terms as a realtor but I use it a lot because the connections with the US now. But once it starts to build and you're starting to see more and more agents, I mean, in the last year, we've onboarded um, between myself and James over, over 20 agents that have come to join us. And 
that's just the start. And I think, you know, getting into these BNI groups now, get that seat and don't give it up <laughs> because <laughs> once you've got it, you know, no one else has taken it from you. And the good thing with the great thing with real estate or property is that it's not hard to understand. So it's very easy for people to refer to you. It's not like a company commercial lawyer who we have in our, in our, in our room. It's very, I can't, it's very hard for me to bring him a referral because I don't know many people that require his services. Mm. Whereas everyone knows someone who knows someone that's selling something or that's yeah. renting something. So there's, it's very easy for people to give you referrals. Yeah, a few um, a few points there. So I, at my last BNI, you stand up for twenty seconds and talk about your week. I said, no job too small, no job too big. So through BNI, I was referred a one bed in Croydon at two hundred k. That's sort of multi agency fee at three percent. That's a six thousand pound fee. That was now got an offer on it. I've also been referred to a one point eight million house in Crystal Palace at one point five percent fee, a twenty eight k fee. So no job too small or too big for me. Um, and as John said, for the agents that we've onboarded, it's a case of, right, let's help you with your onboarding. Let's now get your business foundation set up, your business page, your Facebook, your Instagram. Right, now let's look through lead generation. How are we going to generate leads? We generate leads by going to networking. Have you thought about networking? So it's been awesome for us and our, any agents who are joining us. It's yeah, hopefully going to be uh, good for them as well. Yeah, so one of the things... On... Sorry, go, go ahead, John. John. I was going to say one of the plan is to try and get the London BNIs locked out um, with as many of our of our agents as we can because um, yeah they're, internal they're internal trading is that what it's called yeah <laughs> yeah what what are the rules have you got to live within a certain area to to no. do it or if you wanted to say for example Winchester was taken up and I wanted to go and do Southampton that would be fine with it yeah absolutely fine so I so I live in South Croydon I go to the Crystal Palace BNI that is in the Croydon Borough I personally wanted to be a part of the local community um, I get a lot of local leads it's not from property related people i.e conveyances it's from a cake lady she lives in the area she's she's asked me to sell her house so you get leads from people who aren't in property um, but then John obviously you're an Ellsfield but then you go to a central London one why did yeah. you shoot that one out of interest? Because the Clapham one and the Ballam one are both taken. So <laughs> yeah. there's a, there's an agent in both of those. Yeah. Now, at the very start, had that seat been open, I would have taken that seat. Yeah. But then I'm now in the uh, Kensington group, um, which means I travel wow. into Gloucester Road on a Wednesday morning, yeah. um, which is which is really good. And, I, and I, I like being there and I get, um, you know, a different sort of, it's another string to my bow. So I've got, you know, the, 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 the local stuff that I do. But also, it means that I'm now, and now I am, I'm president of the Kensington chapter of BNI. So again, that's going to be good for me for my self promotion. There aren't many cheap properties in Kensington, if we're completely honest. <laughs> well, you say that. I just sold a little ground floor, um, lower ground floor, sorry, one bedroom. It's in a lot, of, you know, need a lot of work. But that one for four hundred seventy-five thousand for Kensington, would you believe? Yeah, but and still four hundred seventy-five yeah. for a one bed that needs a lot of work. Yeah. Yeah, that's not yeah, bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> still quite, it's still bad. quite expensive. Yeah. But there you go. But, um, um, but yeah, going, but, but yeah, on the on the networking thing, you no, know, that that BNI thing is some people again, um, they sort of worry about the commitment that it takes. You know, you've got to go every week. You have to turn up. Um, some of them are hybrid chapters where you get like a Zoom um, every. They do like three Zooms and then in person. Yeah. For me, I think you probably gain more from being there personally yeah. every week um you know it's more convenient certainly to have a zoom um but i do find the engagement on them tends to be less the connections that you make with people i've been on a few of them 
I went to the Knightsbridge one um, this week. Um, as a, I got invited as a guest. And it was a really slick production. And there were a lot of people on that. And I did, you try to take their, their, their details and then you follow up with it, but you just do not get that same instant connection yeah. with people that you do when you, when you're, um, when you meet them face to face. Um, yep. but, um, but, and, uh, and that's all I can say with that one. In regards to networking, one of the biggest things that I did is I got the idea from a, from a podcast actually. And he said that he joined a golf club. And so I joined a golf club myself. I wanted to get into golf and yeah. I would, I wouldn't just play with my same friends all the time. I didn't actually know anyone when I moved to, to California and yeah. I would literally turn up there were lots of different groups of people that were played like on a thursday morning a wednesday morning they're really yeah. big into gambling there so like everyone were putting 20 dollars on a wednesday on a thursday on a saturday morning and there was often 20 people there and then you'd be yeah. put in different groups and then they'd also run tournaments a men's tournament a mixed tournament wow and i would i'd probably say i played golf three times a week and my wife would say you're not working you're just going out and playing golf and i was like trust yeah. me Please just trust me. I will get business out of it. And it probably took me a year, but yeah. then I would probably get, I'd probably get three deals a year from the golf course. Yeah. Now I was earning probably on average, say 25,000 per transaction. So if I earn 75,000 a year, now golf is expensive in the US. I was paying, yeah. I was paying like, I don't know, probably 300 pound a month from a golf membership. The amount but, of balls that you lose as well, James. Yeah, I've seen, yeah, I've seen your Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but the money I eventually made from it, and I would deliberately, I'd go in the bar afterwards. I'd spend an hour in a yeah, bar yeah, afterwards yeah. chatting to them. And, and my wife was just like, you're just like going out playing golf. And I was like, trust me. So, you know, I'm yeah. going to be doing that here, making an effort to play with different groups of people and yeah. stuff. And so what I always advise people with networking is, is do what you love doing, but put yeah. yourself out there more. So Ryan Serhan, who's an unbelievably successful agent, does Million Dollar Listing New York. He talked about how he joined two gyms. He loves working yeah, out. Yeah, gym. So yeah, go, yeah. go to the gym in the morning and he would deliberately, yeah. deliberately say, oh, do you need spotting? You know, and, and would deliberately chat to people. And then he'd go to a different gym in the evening. Yeah just to network so for example if you are you know someone who likes you know playing football or something like that and you play for a football team you know yeah, chat yeah. to them and then you know maybe sometimes especially like rugby is a big drinking sport if you play yeah. rugby you know go in go in the bar afterwards chat to the other people i always say if you chat to people when you especially on a golf course the amazing thing about a golf course is you've got four hours with someone I'm telling you now, if you spend four hours with someone, you will talk yeah, about yeah. what job you do. Yeah. Um, so I'd, I, I, and then I, I, we talk about in the social media um, podcast that we did, James, you brought it up in regards to um, like following them on social media and connecting yeah, with them yeah. on social media. It's, it's the first thing I would do is uh, yeah. I, would, I would say, oh, uh, are you, you on Instagram? It'd be good to follow you on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. I don't I say follow me on Instagram. Can I follow you? They'll always follow you back. Yeah. Yeah, so I, so I live in South Gordon. I go down to David Lloyd, Pearly. That is my office. People say, where do you work from? I say, well, in the canteen in David Lloyd after tennis and spa. But I, you have leagues there, so you can enter a different league. And I do that deliberately to meet new people. And then when you're chatting, what do you do? I work in poverty. When you say that you work in poverty in a club like that, oh, I've got 15 flats. So I'm, I'm a developer. Oh, amazing. So I've had leads that have come through connecting in the spa in david lloyd 
Yeah, you talk about so cleansing in, defin- in this spot. Yeah, I've had that when I went skiing. <laughs> anything anything wife, for a deal, anything for a deal. My wife was like, why did you spend... We, literally, we, we, we stayed in this amazing place where there was a pool connected to the room that you were in. And it was during COVID. So it was really cheap. No one wanted to leave, right, to leave their house. And we went skiing. So you would open your door and there was a swimming pool. And I remember I was in like the hot tub for like three hours and my wife kicked right off. What have you been doing? And I was like, I was chatting to someone who's got a, is potentially going to be selling a house down the road from us. It's like three million. I was like, I'm trying to make us money here. So it's quite funny. Yeah. You, you can you can do deals in the spa. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, th- I do think it's it's hard sometimes, certainly for you know, spouses that aren't involved in the business themselves, that there are things that you do which are important, which look like you're socialising, but are actually, you know, I I went to to give an example. I spoke about it today um, in my meeting this morning. But I part, part I was in BNI, and there was a guy who was like, "Oh, what, we're having a, a lunch in the city on Tuesday. Do you want to come?" And I was umming and iron whether I should go because I was really busy at the time. I had a lot going on, and I thought, do you know what? I said to wife, I was like, oh, "I'm gonna have to go to this because I think it was a, actually no, I had a pickup. That was it. I had to pick up the kids that day." Um, and I did say to myself, I'm really sorry, but I have to go. I want to go to this lunch. I'm going to go to it. And it was a bit like, okay, well, you know, are you working or are you just going for a, for a jolly? Um, but it actually turned out when I met the guy. Yeah, sort of. But the thing was is that I ended up chatting to a gentleman there who, um, you know, started talking to me about his situation. He was getting divorced and, you know, he'd had a few wines, so he was telling me a bit more than probably he would normally have done. Um, but it ended up that he had a 2.8 million pound house in Barnet, which I didn't get off that conversation, but I chased it up, followed it up. And that's the other point with networking. There's no point going and getting all these things if you don't follow up with it afterwards. Um, but I managed to get that listing and that's worth nearly 40 grand if that sells. Mm. And it's not sold yet. I've had a couple of offers on it, but it's not gone yet. But I only got that listing because I went to that dinner. Um, yeah. But I'm certainly going to be um, asking whether I can join a a golf club soon and go yeah. play golf three times a week um exactly. and, and <laughs> get what you i'm telling you i'm telling actually... you it's what you got to do you got to go to the mm. gym at david lloyd have a golf membership <laughs> and and just yeah. get business in the spa and the golf course and go, yeah. as well. i think it's a valid point that you mentioned about partners so we should do, definitely do a, a a podcast about the understanding and the support of partners in this business because that's a very valid point that we all kind of go through yeah um, yeah i won't come on to it now but that's definitely a podcast that we should definitely 100 yeah, percent. we should probably even get the wives on it that would be quite entertaining yeah we'll probably get struck off the, the, the podcast here unfortunately but yeah, <laughs> another, yeah another thing that i used to do a lot of I, I used to play poker actually at one point i was even it was part of my income years ago and I saw you were on the WSAP. I saw you. Were, you got um, a mention. Yeah, I came. Up, <laughs> yeah, got got to the top two tables in the WSAP event and stuff. I used to play. Used to play quite a lot, and I started one in my local neighbourhood uh, a poker evening, and I got invited to a very very high end one, um, and there was quite a lot of money involved. More money that I was probably comfortable that losing, but luckily they were all absolutely horrendous at poker. So I actually made made money from part of that. But the reason why I say it is, is because, I mean, these guys, that just the wine that they were drinking was just extortionate. And, and they all had businesses and money that was far greater than, than, than what I had. And so, but it was, it was, it was enjoyable. 
I would go around there, drink their very expensive wine. Sometimes I have to buy a couple of bottles myself and bring it just to, to you know, play a part and, and, and play poker with them. And I'd have a really enjoyable night. But at the same time, things like that, you'll be guaranteed to get a, one listing from a year. Mm-hmm. And so what's great about this business, if you do it correctly, is you can end up just having loads of fun and you can include your family and your wife and yeah and I'd, I'd highly recommend doing that and have a great social life i mean one of the things that i yeah i always used to do especially when i first moved to america is is if my my, if my friends had kids parties i would take the kids i would stay mm-hmm. for the whole kids party and i would chat to all yeah. of the parents there and i would just go out of my way to be unbelievably social and the funny thing is is i've coming back here i didn't know if i was going to get into real estate or not here and i haven't made an effort at all to get to know any of the parents at my kids school really at all because hmm. I, I actually got a bit a bit sick of bit like doing it too much before but the truth is now i'm going to be doing that i'm going to be making an effort yeah. showing my face huh. and just well, putting myself yeah, out okay. there so one of the agents the network daniel archer amazing agent did amazingly well he has five children so yeah very active at school gates um yeah he's, he's done amazingly well by just kind of getting himself out there yeah a, a big name in the community and that probably comes from well a small part of it is probably yeah school gates and conversations that that happens organically there it is i mean schools you know i've got two children i, I sponsor our children's school for their summer fate for their winter fate i do the raffle prizes and I try to engage myself in as much as I possibly can. I, I offered like a spring uh, 20% that would go back to the school if anyone sold, sells through me. So if anyone yeah. sells a property that I'll do, donate 20% of my fee back to the school PTA. Um, and it's, the engagement you get from it is, is, again, everything is slow, but one listing every six months or so yeah. um, is worth it. And I think the last point I would say on the, the networking side is um, – I, I've had the pleasure of going over to the States twice last year to go to a big event which was put on by EXP and there was thousands and thousands of realtors there. And it was a big expense, um, you know, flying from the UK and staying in a hotel in Orlando and then also doing the same in Las Vegas. But and my wife was very questionable about whether or not it was worth the output for or the, the outlay for it. But what I what I gained from that, not only from a self development point of view, but certainly the individuals that I met at these events that we went for dinner with and that we met in the lobby and, and chatted to, now that's not a a network that's kind of going to give anything back to me like as a listing. But what it did give me back to it is inspiration and mindset and growth and all of these things which you gain from. That's the other side of network. Network is not just about getting a listing and getting business it's being surrounded by people that you can learn mm-hmm. from so within my bni group i've learned so much about from other successful business owners on yeah. how they've built their businesses how do they leverage their business how do they look after themselves and all these little things which you wouldn't get if you didn't go to those things that's a really good point john i went to um, a big real estate event in the US when I was with a different brokerage and they had a big public speaker and he came on and, and he said that talked about the the three the three most important people in your life are the ones that will affect everything so if you surround yourself with people a good example if you surround yourself with people that you know don't have a job and have no wish to have a job and and don't go on holiday and don't have yeah. any of the things that we aspire to have you will be like them 
if you have mm-hmm. you know even if you just have friends that are estate agents that have no ambition and no goals and they're very happy to do a nine to five job make a couple of calls go home earn very little commission if you surround yourself with people like that that's yeah. what you'll be whereas if you surround yourself with three people that are probably doing better than you who you aspire to be you will end up being like those people you know i always find that if i'm around people and they go on amazing skiing holidays they've got an amazing house and they've got a great car i then work harder to try and have that myself as well and so it always helps you so i think john you 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 make a very valid point that networking is not just about getting business but networking is also about improving yourself as a person and, and surrounding yourself with people that can help push you yeah, we've got the uh, the EXP conference in October in Miami. Um, an awesome goal for um, people to kind of go towards. As John said, he's been there twice now, Orlando, Las Vegas. I didn't get to go last year because I was away, but I'm looking forward to that. One of our new agencies just joined, Wilma. Um, she's bought a ticket already. So even though she's learning about EXP, she's like, that looks awesome. I want to go to it. I want to learn. And what an awesome goal to work towards, to do as many deals as you can now with that, that awesome goal. Every time that John goes to those conferences, he kind of comes back on like EXP steroids. It's amazing to kind of get some of, get some of his, um, of his energy. Um, yeah, I'm good on Will for saying, look, I don't know anything about EXP, but I want to go to that. I want to learn. And yeah, an awesome goal to work towards too. That's it. If you surround yourself with people that are really successful and you give your then your goals then get bigger. Like yeah. in the US, we really talk about how many homes you sold. They call it, you know, your the your GCI, your, your gross commission. Um, they really make a big deal out of the numbers out there. And so when I started, I remember having a goal of this is how much money I wanted to earn. This is how many homes I wanted to sell, etc. So it's one of those things that if you around people that are you know, only want to sell two homes, you'll probably only sell two homes. But if you're around people that, you know, even speaking to you guys, it's like I was very successful in the US, but I'm starting from zero here. And then we were chatting before the podcast in regards to how much you guys were earning. And the funny thing is, we yeah. were saying in the US, you shout and scream about it. You shout and scream about success, whereas in the UK, yeah. we're very reserved. And it's, you know, it's really frowned upon to kind of showcase your success. But you guys are earning very very good money way more than what you were earning before just as an individual agent and so now doing this i am absolutely determined to smash what you've done because just from an individual point of view and it will drive me and even if i fall short it's still great to have that and i'm sure we'll push each other along the way so it's it's, it's really fantastic to be around successful people yeah it's an interesting statement i any agents that i meet i show them i was like look i've worked exceptionally hard I follow the process. I've done this. This is what I've earned. I don't feel comfortable announcing that on social media about the earnings. Maybe that's just my mindset. Maybe I should do that. But then, um, yeah, you kind of say that over in the States, people do do that. I feel a bit more comfortable doing that privately to the people. But then I I think that's why a lot of agents, they are reaching out to us and joining our network because we are literally on the ground doing it. We're not just talking about, EXP is amazing, but it's, we are literally on the ground doing this. If we do that, follow the process, we'll help you collaborate, cross sell. Um, yeah, but maybe I should be, be a bit more public about yeah. the figures. Yeah, I think the, 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 trouble, the trouble that the British mindset has is one, if you go too much in terms of, I'm, I've got no, uh, I'm not afraid of it at all. I think it's, we should be celebrating success. I think that 
you know, a guy drives down the road in America in a Ferrari and people congratulate him, you know, hear people sort of scorn at it and think, how on earth did he get that? I think, you know, we've got the wrong attitude about it. That the whole people going, reason people go into sales or in business is to make money and we shouldn't be afraid of, you know, telling people what we've done and what and how we've achieved it. Um, I think the, the, the metric that's used in the US a lot is value of property sold. And I find that metric sometimes a little bit misleading, but more so in, in the UK because, now, you could have someone sell, said that they've sold 20 homes, but because the fees can be so low or if nothing at some point, if you go and sell 100 homes in a year, but you did it at 0.5% and I sell 50 at 2%, well, my 50 home sales is better than your 100 sales and I've actually probably had to work less hard to do it. So because the fees are pretty much standardized, aren't they, in, in, um, in the US? No, it's, it's, like fle- no, it's flexible. So there's like one guy who is talks it? about how he sold the most amount of homes in California, but he's, his percentage rate is way lower than anyone else's. So right. he just goes on volume and just drops his commission massively and sells a ridiculous amount. But the funny thing is, is you can never get hold of the guy. Um, if you, tr- <laughs> you know, try and get any questions about it, his whole everything that he does is very cheap. Um, yeah. and so people, people go for him because they think they're saving money by going over lower commission. Whereas as you say, yep. someone else will charge a much higher commission. You'll get a way better level of service and you might pay, and I don't know, as an example, you might pay 20 grand extra for an agent for who, who's got more, but then you'll get an extra 200,000 on your house. And it's just like, but some people's their mindset, they don't understand that. And they, they just think they're saving 20K. Well, you're not, you're not saving 20K. And it's just, just how yeah, we should, we should, just how we should do a whole thing. On, we can do a whole thing on fees. That's for sure. It's yeah. definitely, a, it's, a, it's a, it's a big thing that people yeah. talk about a lot in, in from various and things like purple bricks and strike and all that kind of thing. But um, good one. Yeah. So in regards to networking guys, anything else you want to talk, talk about before we, we, we leave this one? No, I think the one thing I would do as a close is you get out what you put in. So you've got to invest time into, you know, big thing with B&I is give us gain. You can't just go in about me, me, me. It's all you've got to give back to that. People aren't going to give you stuff unless you're shown to be, you know, altruistic in what you're doing. It's not, if you go in there just expecting everyone to give you stuff and also give it time, it doesn't happen overnight. You know, you've got to form relationships and it will take six to 12 months of work yeah. to start flowing. And then once it does, it will. I'm going to give you a little bit of homework, guys. Um, I listen to a podcast and they talk about what book you should recommend each week. And I don't read books. I listen to Audible books. But I yeah. think we should give each other books or Audible books to to read. And I'm going to give you both one now because John just mentioned about giving back. There's a really good one which my real estate coach literally banged on about 24-7. It's called The Go-Giver. And so I highly recommend that. And basically, it's just about giving back all the time, not worrying about what you get back in return and just always thinking about other people and how you can help them. Yeah, I'll give that one a go. And then the funny thing is, eventually you will get back a lot in return. So I highly recommend everyone to to listen to to that book as well. So guys, how do we get in contact with you? If we want to learn more about networking or anything else, how do we get in touch? Um, yeah, so Instagram, James Shoes Property. Um, if you just Google me, actually, James Shoes powered by EXP, I should come up as well. Yep, Google Jonathan Woods, Jonathan Woods Real Estate. I'm on Instagram as the underscore London underscore agent, or you can find me on LinkedIn as Jonathan Woods uh, Real Estate. Cool. Best way to follow me is going to be Instagram, JG underscore EXP. Thanks for coming on, guys. It's been great fun. Three podcasts in a row. We're all going to be absolutely shattered after that one. Oh, it is. <laughs> 
Uh, and John's also done a presentation this morning as well on networking. So if you like the podcast, please do give it a review. Follow us as well. Uh, we're going to work out what topics we're going to be doing over the next few weeks. So if you want us to cover anything, then let us know. And we are always looking for guests to come on the podcast. If you are an expert on any particular guest, then please do let us know. Thanks, guys, for coming on. Really look forward to chatting next week and seeing how, seeing how we got on over the last week. Sounds good. Take care. Thank you. Take care, guys. Bye.